Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Braz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Well, Lance, it has happened. Has it? A huge story in sports. Huge story in sports. A young man has given an entire group of people excitement and hope and inspiration in golf. Did you watch oh. the Masters at all? I, I had to follow uh, just by the headlines and things. Okay. I didn't wasn't watching live, but that was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it was such a great thing to see. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's about time. It's been years in the making. Finally, yeah, yeah, Lance. Finally, young golfers who share characteristics with this young man can you know use him as a role model and an idol mm-hmm. on their way to to golfing glory. Of course, sure. I'm talking about people whose names rhyme with female anatomy and their ability to compete in the Masters. Will Zalatoris came in <laughs> second place. The Z-Spot, as Bill Simmons called him, which I loved. Uh-huh. The Z-Spot. Has there ever been a professional athlete whose name rhymes with clitoris? I, I am not familiar with, with any. Now, is this the same guy that uh, Adam Sandler tweeted out as like his caddy from when he was a kid? Yes, it, he looks just like that guy. I, I had to Google. It's amazing. <laughs> I thought for sure it was um, him. <laughs> it looks just like him. I mean, it, it totally could be. And, and I don't know if that was a real tweet. Did 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 Adam really tweet that? I uh, or was well, it just it, a screen grab that somebody I made? I fell for it. One okay. way or the other, I fell for it. I never I believe like anymore yeah. when I see a screenshot of a tweet that it's actually a real tweet. Yeah. Um. I mean, I do remember. Um. You know the the great. Um, golfer Federico Mulva from Spain, who uh, you know used to compete with Seve Ballesteros. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then I remember Phil Bovary. Um, <laughs> he had he had a good run mm-hmm. um, back, like in the late sixties, like okay. against like Gary Player and those guys. Gotcha. I don't. Um, There's like um, Lenny Pervix. I don't know if you remember that guy. <laughs> he was kind of a legendary guy. He he got he hurt his elbow. Um, you know, early, of course early he did. on. And so, um, you know, he had a, he had a tough time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do really remember though, um, uh, Freddie Zabia from, um, from Australia <laughs> okay. that really, that really, um, he, he missed the cut by like a, he lipped out a putt. <laughs> <laughs> No pun intended. Sure. And uh, and missed a cut by by one. Um, but you know they were talking about um, um, the zalatorial hood, um, <laughs> and and I thought it was unfair to paint him as a white supremacist and wearing a hood. You know, just because he's white doesn't mean he has a hood. This is true. And just it, because his name rhymes with clitoris. Coincidental than anything. It's his hood. I was just is just a fashion statement. I was, it's not, no, I don't think you nope. can say it's a fashion statement. Oh. It's, a, okay. it's well. the liliest, whitest man in the world whose name <laughs> happens to rhyme with clitoris. If uh-huh. he wears a hood, it's not a fashion statement. It's it's a little bit more than that. Gotcha. Um, I was just waiting for one of the, I was waiting for Jim Nance to mess up and say clitoris. Oh, really? <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> how? Because it's one of those things where it's like when someone has a huge mole on their face and you're just yeah, like, don't uh, say anything about the mole, don't say anything about the mole. And then that's like all you, <laughs> then you immediately say something dumb about it. Uh-huh. Um, that has to just be like in the prep meetings, like especially as he like started moving up the 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 board on like mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, as yeah. we're going to call it now, mm-hmm. um, like don't don't call him clitoris for the love of God. Don't call him clitoris. <laughs> uh-huh. Just over and over, like I can just picture Jim Nance staring into the mirror as he's tying his tie in the morning. Don't say it. Don't, don't say, say clitoris. Don't say Has it. Jim don't Nance ever said the word clitoris? Mm. He might have uh, never even said the word. Uh, he might not even know what it is. Yeah, I'm fairly. I mean. <laughs> He does have his own line of Vineyard Vines clothes, which tells me probably hmm. doesn't necessarily know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Do you think Zalatoris knows about the clitoris? Pretty sure he's like, did you see this guy? Did you see him? I did. I he's did. he wear, he's like a size 28 waist. He looks like he weighs about 160 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he definitely looks a little like Johnny Lawrence. Hmm. Okay. Remember Johnny Lawrence? Cobra Kai superstar Johnny Lawrence from Car- from That's Karate right. Kid, the blonde kid from Karate Kid. The Karate Kid, yep. He does uh-huh. like if, if Johnny that. Lawrence had a tapeworm, he looks like that. Like if if Johnny Lawrence had some there sort of uh, yeah. like uh, like intestinal issue and and couldn't hold down any food and only weighed like 148 mm-hmm. pounds. That's what Will Zalatoris looks like. There you go. A pretty good-looking girlfriend. From I'm looking at it, oh. it's uh, on Golf Monthly. Who is Will Zalatoris' girlfriend? I'm glad that they're hitting the hard-hitting <laughs> questions. What we all at, want to uh, know. <laughs> why is this in the? Why is that? Why do they have an entire article on? Given the golf readers what they want, is this really what they want? Is uh, this just Football Magazine apparently. for golfers? Uh, Will Zalatoris is currently dating Caitlin Sellers. The two have been dating each other for more than three years. Uh, but we, other than that, we don't know much more about the couple. Sellers has been attending Zalatoris's golf tournaments regularly. Has been spotted at events. Uh, I just, why does this magazine exist? That's what it is. <laughs> why was this? Why was this a whole article? This is a this is like a six hundred word article. Mm. That's just strictly about Will Zalatoris's girlfriend. Well, hopefully for her, for Caitlin Seller's sake, he knows how to find his namesake. I, I heard it doesn't exist, so I I, <laughs> I quit looking. The Z spot. <laughs> um, I went to a CE course last week in a live course. First, how'd like, that feel? It was great. Um, and it was probably one of the best CE courses I've ever taken in my life. Oh, sweet. That, that's when you know it's, it was a good time, when you actually feel like you got value. Yeah. Like it, it's going to change things. Do you know who David Galler is? I do not. Okay, he's a big Invisalign guy. So he's a GP gotcha. from New York who was like okay. Diamond Plus Plus provider um, gotcha. and had the uh, Invisalign like ran a report to show who has the lowest percentage of cases that need a refinement the average was 150 percent of cases need a refinement okay galler was running 20 percent of cases that needed a refinement and he was doing oh, wow diamond pro pro um so they wow. had him like come up with this course called re-engage um and it's super hard to get into the people in my class 
there were 20 people in person. Um, several people have been waiting for more than three years to go to this class. Oh, Jesus. So he will only do 20 people at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, and, and basically it all goes through your Invisalign rep. So okay. like your area rep will get mm-hmm. like maybe one seat every six months, maybe one seat a year. And then they okay. have to pick like who they want to give that seat to. Right. So, gotcha. um, right. you know, I'm, I, I, I have some connections. And so my, my rep was like, Hey, if you want to go, I'll, I, I can make it happen for you. And so, okay. um, I went and I am a fucking idiot at Invisalign or I was before <laughs> everything I did was just uh-huh. fucking like, what's sloppy. No, just like not even sloppy, like fucking throw the ball in the air and pray that it gets caught by somebody. That's it. Like okay. you might, like yeah. I might as well just been like throwing passes blind. And just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like it may, may turn out great, may not. And that's basically Mm -hmm. what I was doing. Um, why they don't just teach this? Like, why don't they just record this fucking guy and just make you watch (laughs) modules of this when you get your Invisalign certification Uh is a fucking mystery to me. Like, I don't, it's, it, this is very much like religion, right? Where it's like, all right, here's this big fucking book of the Bible and, Mm -hmm. um, you have fun with this. And uh, you know, the average person reads it and whatever, Mm-hmm. Mordecai begets Sordecai <laughs> begets Will Zalatoris. I don't know what any of the fuck uh-huh. this shit means. All right. But then it's like, if you are in the inner club, then uh-huh. you sort of get like, oh, okay, that's what they were fucking talking. I know right. I get it, right? But All you have to like right. be in the inner club, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like mm-hmm. go to fucking seminary or whatever. This is like seminary for fucking Invisalign. And you got to know the right people and yeah. I don't. So Yes. <laughs> So it was just, it was like fucking mind boggling how, how horrible I was doing everything wrong. Like just Hmm. again, throwing it up in the air and fucking it comes down to, you don't know what you don't know. And I kind of like my ignorance. Uh, Yeah. But like who, (laughs) whose responsibility is it to certify me on the fucking service that they provide? Invisalign and they are horrible at it. And they want quality control. Well, what? Yeah. Wouldn't it make their fucking life easier if we all knew what we're doing? Well, I mean, that makes sense. You think? <laughs> Did you think that would make it I to mean, where the, the fucking refinement rate wasn't 150%? If like they taught us how to put on attachments and do IPR and how to read a fucking ClinCheck and how to set up clinical preferences of things that aren't actually going to happen. Like, that's the thing. It was like we looked at like, tw- uh, well, we looked at like 30 ClinCheck's. Mm-hmm. And, um, all of them were like, uh, yeah, 85% of this shit isn't going to happen. So, Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know. Uh-huh. So as going to the course, if you go to the course and you join this guy's academy, the American okay. Academy of Clear Aligner Therapy, okay. then you get access to like his version of ClinCheck. They, he has like an mm. engine. Um, so the regular way ClinCheck's go is from, um, it's something called TREAT. It's a, it's, it's the treat engine is what it is. That's a, every Invisalign provider goes through the treat engine is what they call it. So you submit a case treat engine runs on it. Then a tech looks at it, like makes tweaks. Hmm. If you join the AACA and you have taken a Galar course, you get the Galar engine, the, what they call the GLR and the GLR, like basically tells ClinCheck, stop fucking around with shit that ain't going to happen. Like, here's what's not going to happen. Here's how we do it. And and, it it just makes it. 100% like it makes it totally worth it. 
did you have to sign an NDA and you're like blowing uh, your anonymity here on the podcast? No. Well, I mean, there, <laughs> are people supposed to know that there was an NDA, but the NDA is about like sort of some of the specific stuff in the course. Okay. I, I don't think they would care that I'm saying like, if you can get to this course, get uh-huh. to this course. All right. It's going to cost right. you two grand. It's going to cost just, you travel in a couple of days out I'm of the office. I'm for you. Just making sure you're not getting no, trouble. No, it, it, like this course <laughs> is absolutely out of this world incredible. Okay. And all so right. like it, it just, I just, I was doing all of it wrong. I was doing attachments mm-hmm. wrong. I was doing treatment planning wrong. I was gotcha. obviously doing ClinCheck wrong. I was doing mm-hmm. um, uh, IPR wrong. I was just doing all, all of it, all of it. I was doing monitoring mm-hmm. appointments wrong. I was finishing wrong. I was all of it, all of it, everything. The whole thing, the whole All thing. Right. All right. So well, now if, you, you know. if you can get to this fucking Galler course, okay. my dude. So I have a three-year wait. Okay, I'll put in my, my About notice like, now. Yeah, so I think it all depends <laughs> on like how tight you are with your Invisalign rep and like how many cases you're doing. Oh, which they is, hate me. Which is yeah. kind of like, it's, that's kind of a tough deal because it's like, yeah. if you win, you'd probably be a much better customer for them because <laughs> you do a lot more and you would do it a lot more efficiently Mm-hmm. And you would enjoy it more because things move predictably mm-hmm. and you finish cases like that. His whole deal is 20 in, 20 out, 20 trays in, 20 trays out, no refinements, 20 trays in, 20 trays out. Gotcha. And it's, and so if you can get to this course, anybody out there, there was, we did have a listener at the course, uh, a guy named Josh Chubb, um, from Orlando who said he listens to the show. So shouts to, to, right. to Chubb, to half Chubb. Such a, what's up Chubb? Um, no, I'm sorry, not Chubb, Chup. Chup. <laughs> with all right, two two P's instead of B's. But I'm going to call him Half Chubb, gotcha. just because I like uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns running back Nick Chubb, and I like to call him Half Chubb. There you go. Um, so yeah, if Pretty you can get to Chubb. this course, I don't know, buy your Invisalign wrap, a fucking Louboutin, some Louboutin shoes, or like a, right. a Louis Vuitton uh, tote bag, or gotcha. um, some Jimmy Choo's or some Valentinos. Or uh, if it's a guy, I guess there's male Invisalign reps. Um, I don't know. Some fucking golf clubs. Get them, get them whatever right. the golf clubs that the Z-Spot, Will Zalatoris was using. Um, gotcha. they, they apparently tickle everyone's fancy just right. <laughs> um, do whatever you can to get to that course because it's gotcha. absolutely unreal. There's actually another person in the course from San Antonio. Oh. And uh, what happened was, was that... Um, it was, they'd gotten two seats in the region, like the South Texas region, like Austin and South. Um, gotcha. and they had somebody from Austin who was all set up and ready to go and they backed out at the last minute. And so, mm. um, somebody's like, Hey, if you can go to this course, like this week, um, you can go. And so they like cleared their schedule to go. So, um, sweet three day course. It was two days, two, two full days. days. Like the first day yeah. was like eight until six. Second gotcha. day was eight until five. Um, Okay, and it's in rally. They give you an option to do it virtually, so there's about ten people on virtual. Um, I wouldn't do it yeah. virtually. I would go. I would go. I to just the can't course. do. I'm so bad at virtual. Uh, my ADD kicks in. I'm no. I, I need to be present. Yeah, he made it to where like everybody so. had to be on camera and everybody had to be there, and he would like call on people and stuff like that. So he, he mm-hmm. did a good job of getting those people. He does a lot of comedy bits, okay. um, and so we talked a lot about comedy mm-hmm. and 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 whatnot. And uh, I will tell you. Um, his favorite comedian, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> I like Jim. That's fine. Okay, okay. Jim Gaffigan's fine. Um, uh-huh. But it's sort of like saying like, fuck man, I love ice cream. Ice cream is my favorite shit in the world. <laughs> you want to know what my favorite flavor is? 
vanilla vanilla it's fucking amazing like <laughs> okay yeah like i'm not disputing vanilla ice cream is good okay it's just All for right. somebody who's like super into fucking ice cream like uh-huh. i don't know something like a mint chocolate chip rocky Tinder road Sunday, come on, cream, like something something more than just vanilla like yeah. no nah, man vanilla and so i was like hey uh like here are the here are four specials that changed my life neil brennan three mics Bo Burnham, make happy hassan minaj homecoming king um, and Dave Chappelle killing him softly. He's like, I, I've never yeah. heard of any. He's like, I've heard of Chappelle, but I don't know any of those others. He's like, <laughs> oh, hey, do you know Anthony Jeselnik? And he was like, the restorative oh, dentist. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> you're fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> Anthony Jeselnik is probably the greatest living comedian right now. Um, yeah. And you thought he was a restorative dentist? Like, he's like, yeah, I like Gaffigan and Seinfeld. All right. Huh. Cool. Okay. But, um, all right. So he is funny and he does have bits. We just have very different tastes in, in comedy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, All right. Nothing wrong with that. And so um, he, he, he does stand up at his AACA meeting. Um, really? And then he has a professional comedian come. And so he opens for him and huh. he told the story that he's going to tell. And he goes to the story and the story was good, except he gets to the end of it and there's no fucking punchline. I'm like, and so he looked at me. He's like, what do you think? I was like, it's a great story. However, if you're going to tell this on stage, where's the pain? Yeah. Like you need a punchline. So I wrote a punchline for him and sent it to him later that day. And then he had a punchline that he told, but it wasn't the punchline for that joke. It was a punchline for a different joke. I was like, that punchline's great, but that's not for this joke. That's a completely like the two, that, that punchline in this story, do not go together. So I wrote him huh. the joke for the punchline. And then I wrote him the punchline for the story. So, all right. So he's like Jeopardy. You yeah, want the answer first? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it was just like. <laughs> I, so I was like, "Well, what's your punchline?" After he told the story, he's like, ah, "I'm thinking of this." And then he says the punchline. I was like, "That has nothing to do with the story." <laughs> and not only like not in like an Anthony Jeselnik way where it like balls you over, uh-huh. like, "Oh shit, I see right. what he did." It's just like yeah. it's not the punchline for that joke. It's just not the punchline. Okay. So right. I wrote him some stuff and sent it to him. I don't know if we'll do it or not. Um, all right. But it's like, it's all his people. Like the ACA is all his people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, he could go up there and, and talk, um, like make Will Zalatoris jokes for 45 minutes and it'd be fine. Um, sure. So it, it, no, no matter what, he's going to get laughs because they're just, he has, like, I don't want to say sycophants, but he has like his no, it's tribe. No, they're entourage. People. Yeah, he's his, got his, he his calls acolytes. Them, he calls them gallerites. Okay. Which sounds like a fucking like weird uh Cult. like 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 religious sect in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Like, oh, right. you gotta watch out for them gallerites there. They uh That's they ride right. in carriages and uh, they don't like the Mennonites. They don't like them oh. one bit. No, the gallerites and the Mennonites, they are not uh they yeah. are not friends with each other there and uh you know uh are, what other ites are there? Are there other ites? Feel like there's sites like the like it's something starts I with can, an H. I can think of a bunch of ites, but it's from my background. So, it, <laughs> but Gallerite sounds like that, right? Gallerite, yeah, they should be from Waco. Yes, exactly. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> they need to be Galler heads. I think that's a there much like the Galler heads because mm-hmm. that like makes you think like mm-hmm. parrot heads for right. um, Mr. Um, fucking Cheeseburger Paradise guy. What's his name? Oh, um, oh Jesus! Now I'm going blank. Uh, Margaritaville dude. Yeah. Um, uh, James. Jimmy Buffett. James Buffett. Buffett. James Q. Buffett. Um, 
that's like Galler heads or like like Ditto heads, like for uh, uh, monumental douchebag Rush Limbaugh. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he had the Ditto heads. Uh, I think Galler heads is better than Gallerites because again, Gallerites it just seems like they're going to show up to the fucking meeting in like a weird straw hat, and the guys are going to mm-hmm. have like beards but like no mustache, and, and the women are going to have like weird dresses on. Like oh, oh those mm-hmm. are the Gallerites over there, eh? Yeah, big sweeping hairdos comb straight back. Yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Weird hairdos. Weird hairdos. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this is an advice show. Maybe someday. <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions <laughs> we find in all those neat little little Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to rickyinterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best planning software ever? Because we all know that ClinCheck's treat algorithm is the greatest clinical <laughs> software of all time. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. You think Gordon's ever done an Invisalign case? Uh, probably just for research. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't see a lot of prosthodontists really spending a whole lot of time moving teeth. Yeah. So, so I've done several cases where I've done some minor Invisalign before I did um, uh, restorative, restorative, and it yeah, just makes yeah. a huge difference. And like not well, getting uh, an orthodontist involved is just it was kind of nice, or like for the simple cases that I did. Oh, so. pre prosthetic ortho is my favorite. So yeah, we'll fan. take this fucking Galler course, become a Gallerite, <laughs> grow a weird beard. Hey, I'm a big fan of cults, so don't don't. Yeah, dare, you're in. Oh you're already. Dear. You're gonna be in. <laughs> You're going to be beer. showing up in your in your in your uh, your covered covered carriage, your uh, uh-huh. covered wagon to to Vegas at the ACA meeting, and just like That's all right. in, mm-hmm. all in. Uh, question one: Reddit user Nipple Bolus nineteen ninety seven <laughs> asks, <laughs> humiliating experience at the dentist. Why does this happen? Listen, I like it when they start out with that. When they start aggressively, uh, listen. So- I've never had a positive experience with any dentist. Some of the most condescending and unprofessional people I've ever encountered were dentists that fumbled around with my teeth and talked down to me. I am sorry to the dentists on here that are good to their patients. I'm not attacking you. (laughs) Here are some questions I have. Why must dentists shame me? It is not appropriate to blame patients for their teeth. I am sick of, Hmm. do you really floss? This hurts because you don't take care of your teeth, etc. Shame-based learning doesn't help patients. I do not disagree with that. Do dentists receive cultural sensitivity training or anything of the sort? More goes into poor health than just not brushing flossing. Uh, Not saying this applies to me. Healthcare is a luxury in America. Some people can't afford to get dental care, so they avoid it until it's painful or absolutely necessary. People have mental health problems and life stressors. Sorry if their teeth aren't their priority. Again, I don't disagree with that. Why do dentists act like I'm not there or feel free to just say whatever they want? The way you speak about patients' problems in their presence matters. I had a dentist redoing a cavity and she said, this one's huge. We need to go way up. Being dramatic about what you are working on is rude as hell. Try again and simply say, we need to go a size up on that one. You don't go to a dermatologist and out up with them saying, wow, your acne is really bad. You look like pizza. Not sure why it's expected that we tolerate dentists being rude. Why is this so common? Why is it so common, Lance? 
Well, I'd be curious of where have you gone? I mean, if you're, there are certain types of practices yeah. where I think this probably is more common. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's obviously anecdotal, right? It's just one person's experience and they may have just right. had shitty luck. It sounds like they have. Yeah. So my, my, I don't know. I, I, I don't totally disagree, but I, I do take exception to a few things. It's, it's not appropriate to blame patients for their teeth. You know what? It, the very, very few have a genetic mutation that make it so their teeth are. Well, yeah, but I mean, there are other things that are involved um, from a like host systemic standpoint. Um, All right. Oral microbiome and things like that, that, that we don't really even fully understand. Um, it, much less, you know, uh, being able to, to fully educate patients about it or understand it, risk stratifications and things like that. Um, I, you know, I, I see patients that I have one friend, Liana, um, who she's a friend of mine. Um, I know like she has immaculate plaque control, mm-hmm. but every time she comes in, she has an incipient class two. I have her on, I've had, I've thrown the fucking kitchen sink at her. I've thrown her on Prevident and carry free and all that shit. And she just fucking grows class twos. Like it's going out of style. And I know that she does what I ask her to do. Cause she doesn't have any inflammation or anywhere. It's just a new fucking incipient class two every time. So there's like some things that are out of patient's control. You know, I think that no matter how good Liana is at controlling her plaque, like she is still going to have issues with decay. Like it's something with her oral microbiome. It's something with her saliva quality. It's something with her saliva quantity. Like there are other things that go in than just yeah. brushing and flossing, but we really only hammer that. And I get it because partially vast, it's what we can control. The vast majority of the time it is the the patient just not really taking care of themselves or they finally saw the light, but the damage is already done and it's already growing. It's, well, it's yeah. irreversible. I, for, to a certain extent, but also we have perio patients who do exactly what we ask them to do and still have issues with pockets, you know? So, I mean, there Mm -hmm. are things that are beyond a patient's control. And I think to just blanketly say that oral health is only about brushing and flossing. I'm not, I'm not saying it's only, but it is. It's obviously important. It's obviously important. So I'd be really curious to see this person's situation. Uh, I, I had a patient who was, it was clearly meth mouth and she absolutely insisted it wasn't meth. And no, yeah. it, it, it's, you know, I'm not so naive. But see, like, here's that, the thing is like, what, who is that? So, all right. You say like, is there anything else going on here? Is there any substance abuse or anything like that? And they say, no, like what else can you do at that point? You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're not ready to admit anything. Right. I, well, sh- it, well, I, to- I even told her, I said, it doesn't even matter how you got here. The, the, the reality is we're here and it's the time the teeth go out. We're going to be doing implants and you're going to get something different than your teeth. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out how we got here is more of an exercise, but it doesn't really change what we're doing. So right. say it was terminal dentition. I, we're I taking just, the teeth out. That wasn't going to change anything. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying I, I, I do... I do think there is a little something to that being like, hey, th- there's more involved than just plaque control. Right. Well, and there I, and I absolutely agree that it's not, there's no benefit to shaming the patient. What, what good is that? Right. That's, that's a useless exercise. That doesn't exercise. turn into anything. Right. No. I don't disagree with that. So on to two. 
do dentists receive cultural sensitivity training? <laughs> Not a lick. At least I didn't. Maybe others do. Um, we had behavioral dentistry. We had two semesters of it. We had one like sophomore year and one senior year. Did you guys have behavioral dentistry? It doesn't ring a bell. doesn't mean we didn't, but okay. uh, I don't remember it. It was a, so on first blush, it sounds like sort of psychology okay. related to dentistry, which sounds like it could be fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. But that's like not what it turned into. It just turned into like fucking community dentistry, like <laughs> okay. fluoride varnish and mm-hmm. silver diamine fluoride and just all like all that typical community based mm-hmm. dental care bullshit that we've all had in a million fucking other classes and does like it very quick. Like it just didn't have anything there. There was no meat to it. This mm-hmm. is kind of where that should be. Um, okay. And just sort of, but the problem is, is that the, uh, there's just like, we see it all the time. There's a ton mm-hmm. of dentists who are just fucking socially awkward people. Oh my God. The more and I so, meet, the more I yeah, shake my head. I don't think you can <laughs> cultural sensitivity train no. super awkward people into uh-huh. being like gregarious, kind, approachable dentists. I just don't think right. it can happen. No. And so, uh-huh. I mean, I, there's a, a guy in my dental school class that never graduated. Um, oh. And it, I, don't, I don't want to put him his name on blast, but... Um, he didn't graduate. He didn't make it out of second year. And like, we sort of jokingly called him Ted Bundy. Like he was a fucking serial killer. Like, how does this guy even get into dental school? How does this guy make it through the interview? You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. very, like very strange, very strange guy. And I don't care. You could have put him through 25 consecutive hours. You could have done the goddamned, um, <laughs> clockwork orange deal where you held his, his eyelids oh. open. The and Ludovic. Put, yeah, and put uh, saline drops in him to keep him moist while he watched cultural sen- sensitivity training videos, and he would never be an unawkward person. So, um, mm-hmm. I think I think there's always going to be a percentage of dentists who just it doesn't matter what kind of training they get um, are not going to be able to understand it. Why do dentists act like I am not there, or feel free to just say whatever they want? Here's I, so here's what I think she's Again, talking that, about. That's or he. That's your Ted Bundy person. Yeah. Well, maybe, but like You're here's the wrong dentist. <laughs> here's how the fucking exam works. It, 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 so when I go to the doctor, when I go to my physician, uh-huh. and he does his exam, he does it, my yearly physical. He does like uh-huh. a whole like review of systems and like uh, right checks uh-huh. my reflexes and this and that, and he's uh-huh. like saying shit to the nurse for their, their right. record, right? Yep. It's a fucking medical exam, right? Like so, that's I part mean, of the deal. That's exact. I'm maybe it was just me, but I, my assistant. We have a checklist. I tell the patient directly, "Hey, I'm going to be talking to my assistant, so you feel free to t- zone out and ignore me. Like I'm going to be talking to her. I'm not ignoring you, but if uh, I say something you want to know more about, feel free to stop me and, and I'll explain." So I go. I, yeah, I don't on. think most dentists do that. Yeah, well, I have a checklist that's kind of long, and and I don't memorize it, so she's got to be there narrating, and and I follow. So, yeah, yeah I, I think, think you're- that's a, that's part of this deal. Is that? Yeah, and and I'm probably guilty of it too. Hey, how's it going? How are you? What's happening? Blah 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 uh-huh. blah 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 blah. Okay, let's take a look. Two O L three M O four M O D. Like that's just how it is. Like, I, yeah, 
that part you just kind of have to to deal with. Um, How you speak about the patient's problems in their presence matters. It says, Um, like I I, like. (laughs) All right. I would example. The example. Well, I don't want to. Before we get to that example. Okay. How else do you want me to say MOD on number four? Am I supposed to explain it? Like, yeah. Am, am I supposed to tell the hygienist to chart or my assistant to chart in layman's terms? Is that is like is that what no. you're talking about? Like, all yeah, right. That, so that if happen. that's what you're talking about, fuck right off. Like, yeah. we we have words that we use that are that, that that this is every fucking industry. This is especially healthcare. We have words uh-huh. that we use. We don't expect you to understand it. It's not for you at that point. It is for the fucking record. So shut the fuck yeah. up and zone out like you said. Now, mm-hmm. here's the second part. Being dramatic about what you are working on is rude as hell. Try again and simply say, uh, let's see, how about uh, I had a dentist say, that was redoing a cavity and she said, that one's huge, we need to go way up. Um, that could have been a fucking matrix band. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I always pre-warn people, hey, you know, I this appears to be routine it might be worse than we expect i don't know until i'm there and kind of pre-warn them that it uh could be a big deal but yeah if it's a size that we size the only size would be a matrix band or something like that not going to be i don't yeah, size my yeah something like that one of those yeah. one of those uh, uh like ion crowns or something yeah, but odds are, I mean, I'm I'm saying, but what like, I told them. so she's saying, or this the the redditor is saying that they were talking about her cavity. Uh huh. That it's it's huge. We need to go way up. Like maybe the assistant handed them the wrong thing, and they're saying that piece that yeah. you just handed me is too big. I, I we need to go up, like or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Or I've had a, a, a com, amalgam. Well, that's not amalgam. A composite compactor, and it the size is kind of it's too narrow i need the bigger one to yeah pack it down more you and all your fucking amalgam that you place all the time that's right (laughs) um (laughs) so i this one i think they're being a little sensitive in that like hey what what happens in the heat of the fucking moment when i'm talking to my assistant again it's not for you it's for the fucking assistant shut up put in your airpods and and if we're working on it you got a fucking uh isolate in your mouth you're we're not having a conversation i'm not taking right. it out to discuss anything they compared this to a dermatologist saying wow your acne is bad you look like pizza it's not what the fucking dentist said the dentist no. said that they got the wrong piece of whatever it was they need something yeah. bigger or smaller whatever whatever it is that's the, yeah. the 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 more deal of the the closer analogy of that is the dermatologist asked for a 12 blade and they say no i need a 15 blade right like yeah. you don't know what yeah. a fucking twelve blade or a fifteen blade is, so shut up. Like exactly. just be, like don't be so sensitive about this. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that you were mistreated? That you were never mistreated at some point? No, I, I don't think that that's true. I think that that you had a couple of shitty dentists. Mm-hmm. However, I think you are now a little oversensitized, and expect for a little red carpet to be rolled out. Yeah, agreed. I, there is, unfortunately, there's not like, you know, if you want to get better at treatment planning full arches, you can go take Spiracoise, mm-hmm. right? If you want to get better at Invisalign, you right. can fucking take Galar. If you want to get better at implants, you can go take Pathway. If you want to get better at mm-hmm. Endo, you can, there's tons of shit you can do. If you want to get better at communicating with patients, there's nowhere you can fucking go. There's nowhere. 
There's not a lot, but there's places like Ashley Ladder's got a couple books, and he used to travel around and lecture and stuff. I, I, I yeah, but there's not like a world's, you know, like no no. one would dispute the fact that like Spear or Kois are the leading authority in full arch treatment planning and full arch execution, right? Right, but they're 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 the the, the clinical aspect. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, if you want that, there's the place that you go and you can get the best. Right. There isn't that for com- for like communication skills. There isn't anybody, there's no institute that you can go to and be like, I'm just going to go straight to the fucking best. You know, if you want to learn implants, you can go to, you can go, you can pay Moody 15 grand and go to Pathways and you get the fucking best implant education you can get. There isn't yeah. that because it's, First off, there's no fucking money in it. No dentist would ever pay to, pay to go. Yeah, that's that's the bigger. But even if there was, like, it's all fucking different strokes for different folks. Like, what works yeah. really well for one person may not work work well for something other. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I think this person just needs to shop around and find the fucking dentist that best suits their yeah. personality. Then expecting every dentist to 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 kowtow to them, right? Right. It, it would be just like going out on a date and just like wow, like none of these men and I mesh, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, emotionally. Well, it's fine. Like you keep going till you find the one that you do. You don't like just yeah. throw your hands up in the air and say all men are trash. Like you just keep I'm dating until you find one. Yeah. And, like, so that's, you just had some bad experiences. Like, and not everything is about you. Not everything like this one's huge. That's not even fucking about you probably. Right. It's probably about some piece of equipment. Yeah, their armamentarium sucked. So. so don't be so sensitive. Yeah. Call the fuck down. <laughs> don't be so sensitive. Yeah. Did you, like, were you, I'm going to use, like, I'm going to use this term and I'm going to use it loosely. Like, were you abused? Yeah, you were in an abusive relationship with somebody. But that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, like, every other person you date from then on out, like, right when they, like, sneeze loudly that, that, that it's about you, that they're raising their voice at you. Like, no, sometimes it's about some shit that's totally outside of you. Mm-hmm. Don't get so sensitive about it. What do you think? I totally agree. Nipple bolus, 1997. It's a great name. <laughs> um, this is your only post ever. Huh, okay. Cool. Question two, Reddit user Beezier Curve asks, do you have control over the music that gets played in the office? This will determine if I become a dentist or not. Oh, really? Wow. Obviously, if you own your practice, you have control over that. But if you work under your higher up, not sure what the right term is here, do you have some say in what music gets played? Because I would like to play audiobooks. <laughs> of course you would. Wow. Lance, do you have say in what music gets played in your office? I have extreme say. Me too. However... <laughs> I'm impressionable if someone has a request or if what WAP comes on, uh, um, we might. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I don't, the algorithm is not going to throw that one up. It's not ClinCheck. It's better than ClinCheck. Yeah. I had that. Uh, we were, we get the Sonos and we had just this, it was an uh, internet radio station and it was just the top hits. Yeah, and that no, came bro, on. You got to Oh shit. Why, are, yeah. why have you not put the time into a Pandora station? Yeah, I just I'm lazy. So I I just do iHeartRadio. Simply Red is it seems to be the best uh station. It's got a nice mix I'm of 80s. I'm so disappointed in you, Lance. I know. I, I am know. like beyond disappointed in you. 
I am like so disappointed in you. It is not even funny. Um, cause I just feel like if, if anybody would ever, ever put the time in to like curate a station, mm-hmm. it would be Lance Timmerman. And yet, and like multiple, like you've got your, <laughs> your goddamn, uh, like broken down into fucking city and Britain, you know? <laughs> so I've got, yeah. I've got a Pandora station that we've been working on for, um, 11 years, 12 years. No, what is it? Hmm. This, this station was created on January 17th of 2012. Wow. It has 59 thumbed up tracks. And 120 thumb down tracks. Wow. Yeah, I I should get on that, but it just seems to when when the playlist on the high heart radio station gets stale, and we just switch it up, and next thing you know, well, that's how you end up with WAP playing. Yeah, yeah, in well, your office. Now it's it's I don't just do top hits. So if I do stuff that's more. 80s focused haircut 100 simply read that kind of stuff it's going to throw out you know mighty lemon drops and such and it's fine it works um yeah i i'm i'm super anal about it <laughs> i am super <laughs> anal about what plays on mine um, well i like hearing something that i haven't heard for a while if i chose my playlist it was something i would have chosen and not uh rediscovered but that's the thing it's not a playlist you know, Pandora okay. is like it, it it generates an algorithm based on what you thumb up and thumb down. Gotcha. So it's not just like a standard, it's just not like a static list. Like it just okay. shit changes all the time. And so that's why I do Pandora. Spotify does that a little bit, but you can really only do one seed on it, and there's not like thumbing up and thumbing down. So it doesn't really learn anything else about you. Okay. I feel like at this point, my fucking Pandora station knows more about me than anything or anybody <laughs> uh-huh. else in the world. You know, all right. Like it knows me pretty well. I do have a huge problem with this question. Okay. Audiobooks. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. This is not. It just you're, you're not going to get. You're not going to listen to anything. You're not going to. You're not going to gain anything. You're. It's just going to play. Like, staff is going to mutiny because they're bored as they're fuck. They're pissed. Yeah. And, and patients don't want to listen to it. Yeah. You can't pay attention. What you they're can't saying. pay attention, and you've got to stop and get up and move. Around. It's like it's it's not going to go how you think it goes. Yeah. Now, you need a background thing. There have been yeah. There have been times that I have, especially in like a case where I'm going to be sitting and prepping for like an hour plus. Uh-huh. Like, so like six or eight units, you know, sure. I'm going to be sitting, I'm going to be prepping probably uh-huh. for an hour, hour plus. I'm probably not going to move for that hour. I'm gonna do my hygiene exams first and I'm going to uh-huh. sit and I'm going to be prepping for a while. Right. Um, I've thrown in an AirPod and like listen to a podcast or something like while I'm doing something like that. But like mm-hmm. on a normal day where I'm up and down and moving around and I'm doing, you know, a few resins here, I'm prepping one crown here. I'm seeing another uh-huh. crown over there. Yeah. I'm fucking up an Invisalign case royally in another room. Uh-huh. Um, that's the old me. The new me is going to get it right. Gotcha. Um, then I, there, there's just no point. Like you can't, you're not going to, you're not going to retain anything. You're not going to hear it. it. It just, it's, it's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. first off, like just fucking move on from the audiobook shit. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. You can pick your music to a certain extent. I don't know anybody who would um, have shit like WAP playing in, in their <laughs> office. Um <laughs> But, Only a total asshole. <laughs> I, I'll let a patient pick if it's like uh-huh. if it's if it's more than like six grand of treatment. 
Yep. yep. They can pick and they get to pick that room. I'm yep. not changing the whole office. Right. But I, I had a guy named George once who was like into the blues. Uh-huh. Um, and he and I used to argue about whether or not John Mayer was a blues artist. And I'd be like, have you fucking heard Gravity? I, that's all, that, like, there, there's my argument right there. Uh-huh. Like, that's it. Listen to Gravity. He can play the blues. Um, listen to anything from the John Mayer trio. Any of that. All fucking uh-huh. blues. It's all fucking blues. Um, and I would let him pick, but it was like we were doing six or eight grand at a pop. So uh-huh. you get to pick. If I'm doing oh, yeah. a fucking MO on number three, you don't get to pick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when I'm getting one sixty for it. When they spend big money, they get a lot of control. Absolutely. Like I don't I don't work Saturdays or Sundays, but you're paying twenty thousand. I'll come in at nine PM on Saturday night for you or whatever it is that you, you want. It just doesn't happen very often that uh that they want to come in on the weekends. So it, it works out fine. Audiobooks ain't gonna be it, dog. No, fuck no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hmm. That's just a hard pass. And it's right out. Yeah, not going to happen. I, how is that like, this is what, uh, like, my decision is hinging on this. Yeah, that, that's kind of ridiculous. Your, your whole career is going to hinge on you choosing music? This is All like, right. bros, I really, really want to be an accountant. But fuck that if I don't get to pick what highlighter <laughs> color I get to use. If my boss right, tells me I got to right. use orange, fuck it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking a single accounting course. <laughs> Lime green. What? I might shoot someone. Yeah. What? Yeah, just uh, like. <laughs> yeah, that's like quite the. I really want to be a veterinarian, but if uh-huh. they don't let me choose what tires I put on my car, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. Gone. What are you even talking about? That's where your decision is hinging on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh if you wanted to listen to audiobooks all day, mm-hmm. what could you do? Be a truck driver or an Uber driver, something like that. Yeah. Like some sort of driver, sure. delivery driver, UPS, FedEx, you mm-hmm. name it. Yeah. Um like data entry or some shit. Like are you just at a computer all day? You're staring at numbers. Yeah, my one of my favorite jobs. I, I was uh, the receiver at Barnes and Noble, so I opened all the boxes and scanned them into the computer system. I was I didn't have to interact with anybody. It was awesome. So, as a receiver, was there like a gentleman in charge of all the receivers? The giver? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna more like 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 somebody who was in charge of all the people who were the receivers. Uh, just the the manager. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna uh, do a work on yes and improv, um, Lance. When you were a receiver at Barnes and Noble, was there a person in charge of all the receivers? Yes, there was. Uh, were they called the head receiver? <laughs> I believe so. Okay, good. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a job that's sort of like you know you can kind of tune out and do. But you can't like it. Just like maybe even oral pathology. If you're an oral pathologist, oh, you could probably do that. Sure. Yeah. It's like you just get the sample, you fucking prep your slide, you look at uh-huh. it, you write your report. It's like you're not really interacting with anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not like jumping around to do other shit. Like if you wanted to be in dentistry and and ha- like listen to audiobooks, then be an oral pathologist. Yeah, I think so. 
That but other than that, like you're not going to be able to listen to any fucking audiobooks. No, no, <laughs> you're you're done. It's a very strange so. thing. It's a very strange thing. Yeah, was I swear to God, if I don't get to pick what color socks I wear, I do not want to be a registered nurse, Lance. Fuck that. Makes sense. <laughs> More power to you. That's that's. Hey, <laughs> the man knows what he wants. Yeah, you know, okay. the woman knows what 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 they want. Would it be crazy if they were like? <laughs> Do you have some saying what gets played? Because I would like to listen to Creed. <laughs> what would be that would only, it's only be crazier than fucking audiobooks? Is they're like, yeah, uh, I got I gotta fucking listen to Creed. I gotta I gotta I gotta have this Scott Stapp in my life. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want any Chad Kroger and nickelback in your ass, so um Beezier Curve uh has some other posts. This is a good one. This mm. is their post, subreddit of conspiracy. Could Earth be a prison planet? maintained by malevolent extraterrestrials. So sort of an Australia kind of situation, but right, the whole earth. Right. Huh. Oof. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Would, would need some proof to say otherwise. As a general rule of thumb, should you apply to several dental schools or all 66 dental schools? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, rule of thumb? No, not all. Um, how, here's a good one, Lance. You may be able to answer this one. This is in the subreddit of Christianity. Mm. I didn't will my fast into existence before I started. Does it still count? Normally, when you fast, you mentally start the fast by willing it. Fasting begins after that. This is why you should always will the fast before you sleep, so you can get an extra eight hours of fasting time. Here are some hot tips on fasting <laughs> yeah. from the Christianity subreddit. Yeah. I thought I started a 21-day fast 21 days ago, and I just now eat, ended it by eating more than 50 kilocalories within 60 minutes. This fucking metric system isn't helping me. Yeah. Uh, but I now realize that it was only 20 days ago that I officially willed the fast into existence. Therefore, the day before that, I just so happened to not eat that day. <laughs> so it wasn't technically a fasting day. I think we're in semantical. I, do you think Jesus is just like, fuck that guy? Fuck him. That guy's celebrating 21 days. Oh, yeah. No, that's bullshit. That's 20. He he, straight to hell. I he needed to, to fast is, a multiple it. of seven <laughs> days for the fast to be extra effective. Bonus points if you ended on Easter or Christmas. Will my fast be just as effective or has it lost its power? What the fuck is he talking about? Let's let's just say, let's put it out there. It's just as effective. I think I can say without a doubt, it is just as effective. Do you think Jesus really wants you to like not eat for three weeks? He doesn't give two shits. That's like. No, that's (laughs) no. Is Shrek 2001 a Christian movie? It does well, have references to the Bible, such as a talking donkey. I somehow fucking missed that part of the Bible. God. Oh, no. There's a talking ass. Who was it? Uh, this guy with the flaming sword. Is it so, Rush Limbaugh? Yeah. yeah. I believe that was, it was his middle name. Talking ass. Um, yeah. And the song Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen mentions the secret yeah. chord that David played, and it pleased the Lord. I think it would but there's also the angel. <laughs> but there's also a green giant ogre named Shrek in fairy tale creatures, which are unbiblical. And there's a torture scene. So, do the biblical references outweigh the evil? 
Uh, I think you need to fast on that. The evil of exposing <laughs> adolescents to ogres, fairy tale creatures, and a torture scene. Oh my god! So t- this guy's a tough hang. This guy's a no, real tough hang. This is no. <laughs> we we could spend four hours here. I no. pirated movies as an adolescent and haven't asked for forgiveness. Is it even the right thing to do? You're going straight to hell. I already said you did twenty days, not twenty one. You, you fuck that. You're you're gone. Two years ago, I pirated movies, but they were not Christian movies. It was superhero <laughs> movies and already comedies. Is it a different? Like, first off, wow. Do you think it makes a huge difference if you pirated a Christian movie versus uh, fucking Avengers Endgame or whatever? I think you go to an extra layer of hell. I just like, does it matter? Like, <laughs> if you steal a Bible, is it stealing? Is it still a sin? I mean, you stole it. Were you going to give it to the chair, the, the, the widow and her orphans? I mean, uh, I guess it depends what you're going to do with your stolen. It's just still fucking stealing, man. It's one of the fucking Ten Commandments. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, get this. All right. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, no. we need a whole fucking episode. I can't. We, I can't. We need a whole episode on this. Okay. I, if, if I blow it here, this is a whole fucking episode of content. Okay. Um, that's the Screenshot wildest that. fucking Reddit I've ever. Yeah. Screenshot so we don't forget. Um, how do I tell the difference between the RFID implant and the mark of the beast? <laughs> uh, I think if your ears start ringing, I think that's uh, is it bullshit? Crystal healing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Everything you've said. <laughs> oh. Is it possible to know what direction a stock will move in the future ahead of time? <laughs> I don't know. If you get everybody together, band together, and agree to not let something get shorted, maybe. Does Zoloft make the job easier? <laughs> you just For don't you care. Son, I believe it does. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, God. All right. We need a whole episode on this. Okay. I'm going to send you that screen grab because this is next okay. week's episode. I, All it's, right. It's so fucking amazing. I like <laughs> this is the greatest tease of all time. Like okay. you have to listen next week because you have to fucking hear this question. I just all saw right. it. It is. It is unbelievable. All Unbelievable. Right. Um, rate and review us, obviously. <laughs> I guess. If you pirated movies, <laughs> and not the good ones, the Christian ones, obviously. Well, clearly. Or if you have friends that pirated Christian movies, mm. tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show, one Christian movie pirate at a time. <laughs> um, hit us up with a rating or a review. Uh, Lance, what's your favorite number? A big fan of five. If you were going to pirate biblical movies, how many would you pirate? Uh, at least five. At least five. Right. Um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, yeah. Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web. Workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshit. uh, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Or Funny Shit for Dennis and Dental Team members. Twitter at Winter Francis, Instagram at Winter Francis. Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that damn follow button. 
Um, Lance, tell me about your song. Well, uh, I've been in that nostalgic streak for a bit and um, kind of a more late, later in like 90s and such. Are you, are you familiar with Liz Fair? Do I know Liz Fair? Are you going to pick HWC? That is going to be our theme song. Okay. That is the song. Is This is the song. Okay. Um, so this is, that's Liz Fair's second album. Um, I believe because, because the album with HWC came out like in the late nineties. Um, but there's an album before that. Um, okay. that's actually pretty spectacular. Um, trying to get dates. Yeah. So fun style is her first album. Okay. Um, and that's actually a really good album. That's probably 94. Sounds about right, yeah. Maybe ninety five, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I don't. Let me let me get this. Let me get this right because I I remember there being a really good Liz Fair album like ninety four, ninety five. Um, and I don't want to mess it up in case. Ex- okay, no, Exile it's and Exile and Guyville is is her mm-hmm. like seminal one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ninety three. Um, that's ninety three. <laughs> Yeah. This album is off of the self-titled Liz Fair album in 2003, I believe, right? HWC's off Liz Fair. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the 11th track on on 2003. Um, she has uh, Whip Smart in 94, was not nearly as good as Exile and Guyville. Um, she has an EP in 95, Juvenilia, which uh, I don't remember at all. And she has a 98 album, called white chocolate space egg that's actually pretty good um i actually think it's it's probably my second favorite liz fair album after exile and guyville and Mm -hmm. between and then liz fair self-titled would be number three um i don't understand her career in the least how so so well i mean she 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 has a little bit of like a um um uh, who's the, uh, no doubt uh, Gwen, she has a little Gwen Stefani, uh, like right. a smidge of Gwen Stefani in uh-huh. that it definitely starts off more rock. Um, uh-huh. and it starts more self-produced. Like it, it's, it's actually like indie grunge sort of right. like girly yeah. sound Exxon Guyville, very much like of that time grunge by mm-hmm. the time she gets to, to 2003 and then the stuff beyond like somebody's miracle in 2005, fun style to 2010. Um, it's, it's, it's gets super poppy. So, she she really poppy she got pop mm-hmm. and 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 not so much not quite as bad as as Glenn St- Gwen Stefani did mm-hmm. um but i'm like as you listen to the years go on it's like what happened to the fucking girl from Exile and Guyville cuz this yeah. shit is like that that was like not produced that was just like her and a guitar and it was just like grunge and then yeah. this is like, um, there's a fucking synth and there's like auto tune and there's reverb. Like what, what the fuck is happening? Like where, ha- what happened to exiling Guyville Liz Fair? And I get it that like sounds change over time, but holy yeah. shit. Like when I heard exile, exile in Guyville, I was like, this is like, she's the next huge female yeah. rock musician. Thought she would have been huge and she just kind of just didn't. Yeah, and it was like kind of Courtney Love stole her spot a little bit. Garbage, mm. cranberries, like the sure. old, like I, I think Liz Fair kind of paved the way for those. But then like there was no like ninety like there was nothing in that like ninety five, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six that like was like okay I'm here and I'm like 
you know, the queen of this, of, of, of fucking woman's rock. And then it was like, and then it was just Alanis. Alanis just came in and fucking dunked on her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I, 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 I'm sad about it because I I still think Liz Fair is great. Um, I, I, at some point she lost her, her sound. Um, she's, she's rad. She's still pretty hot. Um, Super super attractive. Um, I'm trying to see. She was, when was she born? How old is Liz Fair? Where is she from? She's from New Haven, Connecticut. What? A white chick from, from New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah. She's 53. So she's your age. Weird. Close. She's born in she's 67. She's my sister's age. Was, yeah. She's yep. married to somebody named Jim Stauskuskus. Stauskuskus. Um, but apparently they are not Alrighty married then. anymore. Um, so she is mm. like available, my friend, if you wanted to. All right. Give that a run. All right. Um, Sweet. Let, let me let me look at her smile. Let's let me just do a quick smile design here. Um, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven is labelly positioned, uh, but it looks natural. Um, but she's got good gingival architecture. She's a, a hair on the gummy smile on the gummy side, mm-hmm. especially on the left side. Um, but it's a nice natural smile. Yeah. Now she's she's still hot for a rocker. Oh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, now there's a picture. Ooh. If you just like look, oh my God, there, if you, so she's had some Botox or something done because she was like, or she may have had an impaction. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a picture. All right. Um, this is not the same smile. Something's been done. Um, mm. she may have had a Lafort one impaction. Um, yeah, yeah. She's had something done. Not bad, but she needed it. This picture that I'm looking at is a rough okay. gummy smile. So gotcha. anyway, that's diagnosing, uh, uh, cosmetically diagnosing the rock stars with Josh and Lance. Uh, so enjoy HWC. I don't want to give away what HWC means. Nah, nah. Um, you'll, you'll get that surprise. Um, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Josh Waston. Peace. Stay fresh. Cheese bags. Give it to me. Don't give it away. Don't think about what the others say. My skin's getting clear.